The Paul Leslie Hour, helping people tell their stories. And now, your host, Paul Leslie. Hey, it's me. Welcome all to the Paul Leslie Hour. It's a great honor to have you listening. On this episode, it's a pleasure to be welcoming a singer, songwriter, performing and recording artist of international acclaim. Peter Kingsbury is an American-born artist living in France. Kingsbury has recorded and released albums under his own name, but is also the founder of the rock band Cock Robin, a much-beloved group. Peter Kingsbury is joining us from France, but wherever you are in the world, you can support the mission of the Paul Leslie Hour. Just go to patreon.com slash the Paul Leslie Hour. Peter Kingsbury, how are you? Well, I'm very good, and it's good, nice of you to ask. It's uh, you sound very, very clear from your part of the world. I hope I am the same. You sound good. Now, just so that we can be specific, I know that you're in Europe, you're in France, but where are you exactly? I've been living in Paris for the last twenty-seven or so years. It was kind of a, a do-or-die sort of a thing. I, I really wanted to continue the work of the band, and and it was the uh, it was the hub. Uh, Paris was the hub for uh, CBS Sony, and so I knew a few people here, and and it was uh, it was an opportunity to, to keep going, and uh, one I c- couldn't refuse. I really, really uh, glad I did. It's, it's obviously changed my life quite a bit, and you know, but I think all for the better. Is Paris a good environment for a musical artist? Well, I mean, I really think that, you know, most everywhere is a good environment for, for a musical artist. You know, I think of some of the bands that I used to really admire back in the, you know, in the 80s, uh, uh, R.E.M., you know, I think they came from Athens, Georgia. You had Devo, which came from Akron, Ohio, and you you got a what Prince came from somewhere in Minneapolis. I mean, it's a, it, Nirvana in what? Anyway, it's you know, there's always music being made somewhere. I don't really think that Paris, you know, it's it's heyday of you know harboring all of the great minds, uh, you know, of, of the day is you know. I, I think it's it's still a, a really wonderful place, and it and it's 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 full of good. Uh, Good musicians and and songwriting is really really an important thing here. It's uh, it's still called songwriting, <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's uh, so it's it's good. Yeah. What would you say your greatest well of inspiration is? Well, I, I think it's really just you know so much of uh, what I find interesting to write about in any case, is usually, you know, through observation of, of other situations, other people, and somehow, you know, filtered through my own sensibilities and my own, my cynic side, my more romantic side, and, you know, and, and um, you know, I, I do think that the human condition is, is still, there's a lot left to be said on that, and, and it's a, you know, and and I actually think as as far as a something that any songwriter could offer, it's probably the most important. You know how how to make how to add to that story, how to make it 
how to you know deepen it and make it make it something that that's meaningful to others that will last uh, their li- at least their lifetime. So, do you listen to a lot of music? Oh, well, you know, I listen to everything. I I, I really really enjoy. Uh, I've been I've been really fascinated by uh, the turn of events. You know, since since uh, music is uh, you know has become free for the masses and and there's 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 been a lot of changes. You know, and I think some of the best music that that is being made. You know, we're, it's just getting better and better. So I'm 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 still pretty excited <laughs> excited about it. I mean, I would I'd, I'd love to live forever and see what it's going to be in. You know, I don't really have, you know, there isn't a whole lot of, I've never had this, this desire to hearken back to, a, you know, when people talk about the 80s when when my band was was doing really well. You know, I mean, it was it was so fresh and that, that was what, what inspired me. It was, a, it was all wonderful, you know, you, 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 and fresh and new, you had people like Elvis Costello and Chrissy Hind and you know, doing doing things that were just you know, in terms of what they wanted to say and how they chose to say it. You know, it's it's still a, and I and I don't and I think it must be the same way for for the young artists today. You know, they're 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 interested in what's happening now, and uh, you know, I think it's nice though when they when they do pay a little tribute to to some of the you know the older music. It's it's really great. You know. When you were recording and writing this stuff, because, I mean, if you go on YouTube, for example, and you watch some of these Cock Robin music videos, people are commenting as of today, you know, (laughs) they're still enjoying. And I'm curious to know, when you were writing and recording this stuff, did you ever dream or imagine that it would have such an incredible longevity? Um. No, not really. I mean, I, I really, you know, you're really hoping. I think it when you're doing it is that you that you manage to write a good song and you 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 feel okay. I've I've achieved that, and of course, then making a good record is a whole nother kettle of fish. And uh, you know, that was I don't know how many good records Cock Robin actually made. I, I could pinpoint a few songs which I think we did really well. <laughs> But I'm, I'm, you know, when I when I see people from, you know, from all over the world, you know, and because we were lucky enough, you know, to be on CBS at the time, and and they they you know distributed the record all over the world, and it, yeah, we we still get comments, and I, and I'm always uh, always touched, always uh, there, whether they're talking about uh, my colleague's voice, or my voice, the two of us together, the even sometimes the arrangements will come to mind, and I'm I'm like, well, it's yeah. I mean, it's it just doesn't get any better than that. The people, you know, people are. Uh, it's it it makes it makes my work, all the work I put into it, you know, make make sense and gives me a gives me a lift to keep going. You know, I know that you're from America originally, but where would you say your home port is? Well, I mean, I, I I still venture back to, to Texas, where I where I grew up, to Austin, Texas. My brother still lives there, and and uh, one of my brothers lives there, and and my sister lives up near Dallas. 
and uh, you know, and it's always a kick in the butt to go there. It's it's always a. I I don't, you know, I uh, I don't know what I would do if I went back there. I, yeah, I'm really I'm, other than maybe play. Uh, you know, I definitely would be playing somewhere, but uh, I think you know I have to call France really my home. I mean Europe. I mean we do. You know, the band's still alive and well, and we still play all over Europe. We're, but you know, we're based here. I've, I put together a, a, a formation since, since my old partner uh, Anna Lacazio, she went on to do other things, and and um, I'm I'm carrying the torch with with Cock Robin, and and we're playing all over. We're, you know, we've we've got a few dates in Portugal lined up in March, and some in Germany, and we're. We played Reykjavik not long ago, which I've never, I haven't played in Iceland for a long time. And, and we actually, uh, we did really well. I mean, people came and, and uh, it, was a, it was a grand event. So, you know, I'm just, you know, I'm really at a point in my life where I'm feeling extremely lucky to, to still have my voice and to still be able to write a good song. It's a, I'm, I, you know, if I'm a religious man, I'd be counting my blessings. <laughs> Well, on the note of writing, mm-hmm. is there a Cock Robin album in the works, or can we expect anything coming down the river? <laughs> that's that's probably be looking. I would be looking in the river. That's a good spot to start. Uh, in fact, I, I, yes, there is something coming up. There's a, and I'm very proud of this record. It's a, it's done with the formation that I have now. It's much more of a, um, it's kind of more of an adventurous pop record, you know, pop rock sort of a thing. And I'm, I'm, uh, I think, uh, I think I got, got, got lucky. I've got some really good tracks going and I spent some time, really quality time on it and with some good people. And, uh, yeah, I mean, will it, will it come your way? I would like to think so. I, I, I certainly hope so. You know, the the uh, I haven't really concentrated too much on on coming back across the Atlantic to to hawk my wares. It just, you know, I mean, I kind of, you know, I've had to make a lot of uh, what's the word? Just letting go of certain things. Well, one of the things I let go when I to playing in France was was the fact that you know I spend so much time on my lyrics and I really try to. Uh, you know, try and do something touching, and that will, 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 you know, be kept in the hearts of people, and and uh, they don't understand what I'm saying. <laughs> so it's, you know, there is a language barrier. So, but you know, and once you get past that and go, you know, what it's not about. What what the what what is interesting about music in general is it, it's first impressions really, and then you could then you dig deeper and. Um, I'm so glad they, 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 they uh, you know, I'm able to play the new stuff all over Europe and uh, where they don't, you know, a lot of them don't speak English and, and it's, uh, and they don't, they, you know, I can introduce, uh, I've been playing this, this new album, a good six songs from the new album in the set and uh, they don't know them, they, but they, you know, I try and make it interesting enough for them to kind of get, get their heads into it and so... It's 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 really been, uh, you know, in terms of the states. I really don't know what to make of it. You know, I I, uh, I don't think about it too much anymore. Really. How did you learn to write songs? 
Well, I, you know, I started writing. I had my, I had a band with a friend of mine back in in uh, how we knew each other in elementary school, and uh, you know, I was already, you know, at, we were playing in Austin, uh, you know, illegally. We weren't old enough to play some of these clubs, but we we did. And I was writing songs for the band then, just just a few. And uh, I really got you know, all the way up through, you know, through the university. I, was, I went to the music school there at the University of Texas, and uh, I was writing songs and playing in the coffee houses and trying to trying to stay abreast of it. And and it, it really, uh, I don't know, just I, it just fascinates me, you know. And I never really, uh, you know, I mean, obviously, I had people inspired me. But, I think the person that really, really turned the tide for me, that made me, made me say to myself, "Yeah, that, I, this is something that, that is honorable, and and you should, you should go, to go the distance if you can." And it was uh, Joni Mitchell, and I, I to this day, you know, it was like she came from another planet, you know. And I was, I was in Nashville, Tennessee at the time, writing songs and and and, and trying to get arrested there. And managed to scrap scrap up with some sort of a publishing deal with a, a company there, and but I met so many people there, and and it and it you know that were really not great musicians, but uh, in terms of you know chord changes, and you know they were writing four or five chord three three chord songs, you know, but I was I I learned so much, you know, about writing what it is to write a song, what what it means, you know, and and uh, I had a lot of good teachers in in Nashville. Really, really interesting. Uh, good song, unknown, unknown songwriters. A lot of them, but great. You know, to this day, uh, I, I, I can see their faces. You know, what did you find it was like to live in Nashville, Music City? Well, I, you know, it's it's interesting because it's it's coming. You know, they're they're the only ones I know uh, in the states who have an, an actual uh, songwriters Hall of Fame. <laughs> which I think is interesting. They just recently have a musician put up a musician's uh, Hall of Fame, which I maybe it's not that recent, but it, for me, I just discovered it online, and I'm truly enjoying the uh, what I see on YouTube from that. Stories from musicians that played on great records uh, back in the day. and Yeah, I mean, I, uh, you know, I, I, I would have stayed, but it, but it was, it was two and a half years of my life of, uh, of really, you know, going for it and trying to, and I re- recognized about halfway into it that it's really, it's a country music capital, you know, and there's, I love going to the writer's nights and I just absolutely adored it, you know, and I, whenever I do get to Nashville again, I always make sure and go to at least a couple of the writer's nights because it's, it's always busting with, you know, fresh talent and it's wonderful. You know, really, is you know, I wish they had more of that in in Los Angeles, or or here for that matter in Paris. But it's something that's really uh, a part of uh, Nashville that uh, that I found priceless. And um, you know, but as far as pop, the kind of music that I wanted to make, I mean, I really wanted to try and do something kind of adventurous. And uh, it just didn't. I thought I saw myself dying an early death there, and it was it was not a good. I had to get out of there. I think it's interesting <laughs> that you had a couple of songs that you had written for Smokey Robinson. Well, actually, only one. 
not a couple. I actually, uh, I was, uh, it was my manager at the time who knew Smokey's engineer. And Smokey was, he sat on the song for a long time. I didn't think they were ever going to cut it. And then he came out with that, uh, with that song, uh, but that, that album, um, I think it was called, uh, Cruising Together or something like that, Cruising. Anyway, it was a, it was a big hit for him. And my song was for some, was on the album. And more importantly, it was the only song that Smokey produced himself. The other, the other was done by a, a, a rather slick, uh, wonderful producer. I thought he did a really good job on, uh, on Smokey's record. But yeah, it was a, it was a big moment. In my, you know, it was like a, a, a just a final acknowledgement from a, a really somebody that I admired and still do to this day. You know that that I was actually on on the road. You know, on, on the, a good path. You know, to I was writing something that was interesting to him. So yeah, it changed my life. It really did. Is there something that you hope that the listener gets out of listening to your music, whether you're performing it live or if they're listening to a recording? Is there a best-case scenario? You know, I I always... You know, there was, a, there was an artist here... Um, of course, I can't think of his name. Edwin, Edwin Collins, I think his name was. He is... You know, it's the. It, it, I remember waking up one morning. You know, the clock radio went off, and his the song was on, and and it was. It's that energy, energy you feel when you're when you hear something that that you know is going to speak loudly and clearly. You know, to you know, you just think, oh, this is this is it. This is this is done with panache and 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 from the heart, and it, it's it's well meaning. It's it's. Uh, you know, there's a. That's all. You know, that's what. What that's the best case scenario, is to be that, to have that. You know, come into the, on the airwaves or whether it be YouTube or whatever it is, to be one of these people that responsible for making that happen. It's a. It's. You know, I used the word earlier. You know, and and it's an honorable profession. I consider it to be anyway. You know, I mean, I, I listened to the to the last. Uh, a few Bowie records that that he made uh, the last couple when he knew he was sick, you know, and you and you listen to the the artistry and the, and the intent and the the heart, you know, it's just like oh my god, man! I mean, it's it's just a it's a it's it's ambitious, you know, to say to to want to do that, but I I still think it's a, a and it's a bit foolhardy, maybe really foolhardy, but I I still think it's a it's a great. You know, that's the best scenario, is to be one of those people. What would you say the biggest compliment you've received as an artist has been? Uh, You know, I I was watching, uh, uh, Neil Young gave a, uh, gave a, he spoke to the Nashville musicians, you know, uh, best of, or whatever it's called, the uh, honoring musicians. And he said, he said it the best, he, you know, he says he the best, you know, it's wonderful to be the, the front man, it's wonderful to be the songwriter and all that. And he says, but the thing that, that that gets me off the most, people will say, other people, to hear that, to other people say that you're a good musician. And I think those are the best compliments I've had. I mean, I, 
I do get quite a few people, you know, people, you know, remarking the way I sing and everything. And it's wonderful to me because I spent a lot of time trying to find this voice, you know, out of all the voice you start by imitating and you, you start, then you diversify, you get a little bit from this artist. And I remember I got a little bit from Jim Morrison. I got a little bit from Orison, a little bit from Joni, a little bit, you know, as a singer, you just pick up from everyone. But I think that the, the greatest compliment for me is still when a music when when I hear back, the people say, "Yeah, you on the street." The people think you're a really good musician, man. You're a good, you know. And that's that's it, really. That's what what because uh, I because it come you you know the, the artists that I loved you know and wanted to emulate when I was younger was more like in the Cole Porter sort of bag. And I really, you know, you can't do that kind of music if you're not a good musician. So Interesting. Cole Porter. So tell me a little bit about that kind of music. Would you say that that, what we now commonly call the American Songbook, would you say that that has had an impression on you? Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, it, it mostly, you know, it, lyrically speaking, he's very, very talented lyricist as well but it was you know they were they were words of the day and you know i guess for some would be a bit corny but i i'm you know but the music the intros the choice of how how the melody rubs against the chord changes yeah no that was a i remember sitting at the piano and going through a, several different song books cole porter being one of them but from that period of time and, you know, it's the recognition that those who came before you were actually on fire and what, you know, what your generation is coughing up at the moment is not bad, but it's, it doesn't, you know, when you think about, our, you know, my parents' generation, the idea that there was a, there was even a thing called the big band era. You know, we're, you know, I mean, it's amazing to me, the charts that were being written and the musicianship. And it went on to these people that were, you know, the, the writing the, the pop songs or the, in Cole Porter's case, a lot of musicals. And, you know, it, it was a, I don't know, it was a, it was a heady time. And, uh, you know, so, I, yeah, I mean, I, I'll never write that well, but I, I certainly do admire it. And I think it starts there, really. You know, just a moment ago, you were listing these singers and uh -huh. everyone from Joni Mitchell to Jim Morrison. And it was occurring to me, the voices of all of those singers you listed are so different. Yeah, yeah. That's the thing about singing to me as an art form that that is that I love so much. I mean, I used to hear so many... Uh, People say that, that uh, Bob Dylan was not a good singer, and, and I'm thinking, man, I'm I, sorry, I don't agree. I think he's one of the best singers. I think he's fantastic. This guy can deliver a song, because that's what it's about, really, is the communication. And he's a great communicator, and his voice was the, a great vehicle. You know, I find myself sometimes when I'm, I have to stop myself when I when I do find a to come up with a lyric that 
is a bit Dylan, Dylan-esque or something or has a little touch of his, uh, I don't know how to describe it. And I, I, I will, I'll, I'll be singing, singing it and find myself doing a Dylan imitation. It's like, no, 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 stop. Be, be yourself. But yeah, I mean, there's so many singers have uh, had influences on me. It's a, it's a nice, cozy world, you know, singers. Everybody borrowing from each other, remodeling it, reshaping the, the waveform, trying to find a way to, you know, and I find that, I think the thing that, that, I, that I think about the most these days when I'm, when I'm laying down a track or something is really the, you know, I've been doing it enough now that, that my, that I can, you know, I can do, uh, I can get my voice to cooperate if I wanted to do, to accent something or to, but it's, it's really all about the phrasing and the rhythm, you know, for me, is, is, is does the, is it sitting in the, in the track in a way that's interesting and all the great singers, you know, the people, you know, that I love, you know, are, that's the way they do it. They find a way to, to phrase it and make it sit in the track where it's where it's just doing something that's undeniable, and um, I think it's um, anyway. <laughs> so so naturally, I I listen to a lot of different different things, and I still discover new singers. I love that this the I couldn't get enough of the, this one singer. He had a, a band called uh, I think they're still going Fleet Foxes. I don't know whether you've ever heard of this band or not. No. But, uh, oh, the guy, the lead singer in the band. I mean, it's, they do a lot of Beach Boys harmonies and stuff. But the, I think he's one of the main songwriters, and uh, and uh, he's definitely the lead singer. And he just has something that just—it's I don't know what it is, I, you know. But it's a uh, you know, it's like you know, if I were a young younger, I go well. I want to sound more like this guy, you know. <laughs> When I was telling my wife about the fact that I was going to interview you, she was telling me, oh, my gosh, he is just such an incredible singer. He has oh, wow. just an incredible feeling. Could you come close to defining what makes a good singer? Well, I mean, I mean, you're talking about technically speaking or just a good performer? I mean, I don't think, like I say, when we talk about... Dylan, I mean, technically speaking, I suppose he's not that great, but he, but he certainly is a great singer. The same, you know, said for a lot of uh, pop singers, they they get the point across and they do it with finesse and everything. I mean, I don't. My father wanted to be a singer. He had a big voice. He had a. Um, he had a. He never really pursued it, and you know, when he had all the all the cards uh, going for him, he. He was the youngest, and he was kind of spoiled. And he had a he had a good-looking man. He, he's big, boomy, sort of a. He, his favorite was Al Jolson, and uh, he unfortunately had an accident. He's he working in a doing a day job in a butcher's, and got it put his hand in a meat grinder and lost a few fingers. And he never he never got over it. He, he never thought he could he could be a performer with a. <laughs> Anyway, that was his story. I I don't doubt that that's that's the truth. And he, um, anyway, I don't, you know, his 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 generation, a good singer would be somebody who could belt it out. You know, it would be somebody who could belt it out. 
you know, I've had an opportunity, several opportunities, and, and uh, one being that song that you mentioned when we, when we you know, got to talking, the, the, the song that, uh, the, the only very best that from that musical that I did. And, you know, I mean, it's interesting because I really don't, I knew it was a, it was going to be demanding, but I didn't think it was. You know what I mean? It, it really, that was not the point. The point is, can you can can I make some somebody feel something? It was a it was a great text. There is a great text written by. Of course, now I can't remember anything. Are you talking the lyricist? Yeah, Tim Rice. Tim yeah. Rice. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, so it's a question for me. I didn't write the lyric. I didn't write the melody on this particular thing and and I was like let's just sing it and it turned out I remember he said the the composer Michel Berger uh, said to me do you know the musical and I said no no I don't know it at all Uh, he says well look this is a this is a song in a musical and somebody that you're in love with you're walking out on stage and you find her dead on the stage and so that's that's you sing this song over her body. And I'm like, okay, all right, well, that, that at least gives me a little insight to this now. I'm not too sure, uh, you know, I'm not going to be talking, it's not a happy song, but anyway, it, 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 you know, my whole thing about it was really the phrasing, you know, I try not to think too much about the, the, don't think too much, you know? So I think that that's, you know, I think the process of singing I guess is what I'm getting to, is really a question of letting go and having enough facility and enough experience, I think, to to do so, to get to a license. You know, you've got a license to kill. You know, just uh, let go. Let go and, and you, know, you know, tell yourself, yeah, I know how to do this. This is, and uh, what comes out, comes out. But it, for me, it's still all about rhythm, man. It's rhythm. <laughs> <laughs> That's where I hang my hat. Phrasing. I think sometimes we can learn a lot about somebody by something that has moved them. And I've been doing these lightning round questions, and they've really been popular with the listeners. Could you tell us a book that has made a big influence on you? Um... Well, right now I'm reading the. I'm reading uh, uh, what's kind of known as a, as a ladies' book uh, uh, called the Gas Gaslight Effect, which I. It's uh, interesting, really interesting. But you know, going back, I think of the first. I think the first book that I, the literature that I read that was the. Uh, that made a big effect on me was probably Les Misérables, the uh, Victor Hugo. I I didn't at that time. I didn't know I was going to end up here in France where he lived, but I remember that was a a very very uh, you know as in terms of a first first outing with with uh, being truly impressed. You know, like been and thunderstruck. Another book that I that I that was another book in some ways kind of similar uh, because it's a historical book was that Gone with the Wind. When I moved to Nashville, somebody gave me uh, my uh, my girlfriend at the time, who was from Atlanta, Georgia. Said, "You never you never knew this book?" I said, "Well, I've heard of it, of course, but I never, you know, I, I read a lot, but I don't. You know, and these books I'm citing to you are not they're popular books of the time, but you know, in terms of citing something that that 
today, I mean, I, I don't know. You know, like I say, I, I read and then I pick up another one. So I'm, I'm mm-hmm. not, I don't have favorites, you know. Could you recommend a great movie? Well, I was very, I, I was, I was, I was truly upset when I, when I saw Camelot with, uh, with uh, Richard Harris and, no, excuse me, yeah, Richard Harris and Vanessa Redgrave. That really affected me as a kid. And just the, the, the deception, deceit, the fall of a kingdom, the, I, I suppose they had a little to do with my own, my, my father and mother and separating. But I remember, uh, that was a book, uh, not a book, but that was a movie that, uh, yeah, that I saw that was deeply affected me. Is there a place in France that you could say that after someone has seen the tourism places, the Eiffel uh-huh. Tower and all of that, what is a place in France that... In France? Yeah, mm-hmm. maybe people would miss, but really it would be a shame if they did. Well, you know, there's some... It's just so varied here. It's just so varied, and it'd be difficult... You know, I think to get to know France would be, in some ways, just like getting to know the, the the United States. You know, it's the South is so different from from the North or from the East or West Coast and the Midwest. I mean, it's just it's 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 split up like that. I think that uh, I think of one of the one of the areas which is I think is not talked about much, or is which is kind of there's two two areas. One being uh, La Bretagne. Which is out, you know, near uh, the west side, the peninsula out that way, and to the east near Strasbourg, where I'm, I'm. Most of my musicians live there, and uh, I, I go out there from time to time. And I, you know, I'd never spent a whole lot of time there. I, I toured there a few times, but now I actually, you know, I'm getting to know it. And I think that uh, it's called La Vasse, you know, the Alsatian part of. Uh, France, I think it's a, a well-kept secret, a very well-kept secret. And, but God, you know, it's just, I travel a lot in, in France, and every, it just, I can be anywhere. I'm, I'm still, I never cease to be amazed. It's, it's very agricultural, and the country, and, you know, fields, you know, cultivating all kinds of different things all across the, the country. But then you, then you stumble upon a, a village or a, a bigger city, and you just, you know, the French, the French talk badly, you know, they talk about Clermont-Ferrand, like a city, oh yeah, that's where Michelin does their, it's a tire factory, and it's no big thing, and I find it's right in the heart of the, uh, of the, the how do you call it, it's the, the, the mass, um, what do they call it, uh, you know, the big mountain range, it's in the beginning of that, and, uh, and I found it to be a gorgeous city. I've played there a few times. It's always great. You've got the areas in, in uh, near the Alps, Annecy and, and uh, Genève and all these places around there. It's, it's just, you know, it's full of stuff. It's very rich, you know, in, in terms of uh, <laughs> sightseeing. So I think, I think the best thing to do is really, but in any country, whether it be the States, whatever, get, you know, get in the car and if you, if you don't want to do the car thing, you can do the train thing here, get a, get a pass and just go take the TGV and go everywhere. Hmm. You know, just go everywhere. And, you know, don't, don't, 
Paris is wonderful, but it's the France is not about it's not Paris. That's Paris is like being in New York, really. Hmm. With all of the incredible experiences that you've had and the ability to create things that have made an influence on people and have created enjoyment for people, what would you say is the best thing about being Peter Kingsbury? What a nice question. That's a very nice question. I don't know. You know, I think some of my band members, uh, they, they, they see how hard I work and they're going, man, I don't want to be that guy. <laughs> I'm glad I'm glad I'm not that guy. You know, just these days trying to maintain, trying to make sure that, you know, you, you've got good stuff out there and you're putting the right arrangements together. But, I, you know, I, I think the best thing aside from my kids, you know, who I think is probably the best thing, definitely the best, you know, thing that happened to me about being me though, or being, uh, is I'm just lucky, you know, I feel extremely, extremely lucky. And I don't know. I think of all the people that I've met that along the way that are so time, so talented, much more talented than I am. And it never got a chance, you know, never got an opportunity to, not to mention the idea of being, coming along at a time when, when record making was still a, a way to make a living. You know, if you're a young artist and it's difficult today for, for all the, the young, you know, bands, they, they want to, all they want to do is they, they want to do their stuff, you know, but... It's much harder than it was. I mean, it was already very difficult, and it was potluck. But I think about you know, getting stuff out today, and I go, God, I guess it's good that I was born when I was born, you know. that's. I feel lucky. I feel, you know, lucky to have been able to, to, to live that experience of, of making song and and getting to experience other great people, you know, I mean, we just lost uh, Leonard Cohen not that long ago. And I was, I was lucky enough to just, you know, to get to meet him. I knew one of, the, one of his background singers. I know one of his background singers and, uh, you know, or here in France, uh, my, my, remember my, my colleagues got a chance to meet Serge Gainsbourg, who was, was a an icon here and still is really, he's been gone now for a while, but you know, it's the idea of live, being able to live within this environment of a, and I hesitate to call it an artist, but but I, for me, it's all about song, you know. And um, I'm, I, that, that, that's where I really, really feel fortunate that I can I've been able to make my living as a songwriter. It's just it's a you know <laughs> what a great thing to happen, you know. I always like to allow the guest to just address the audience towards the end of the interview. And it's not limited to music, but what would you say to anyone who is tuned in? What would I say to anyone who was tuned in? Uh, you know, I'm, I, I, I sound like an, like an alcoholic, but if I say this, but I would say take one day at a time. That's the best. Uh, it's it served me well. Hmm. I don't. I don't really think 
you know, I try not, and, you know, if you project too much into the future, you're, you're missing out. Oh, I would say one other thing. Stop looking at your damn phone. <laughs> that, that, that would be it. Yeah. That's probably the most, that's the thing that really gets on my nerves these days. <laughs> yeah. That's about it. Really? And love life and love, love, uh, love your, love your neighbor. Love, uh, you know, all that, uh, the word for hippie, hippie shit is in French is babacool. Babacool. And, uh, babacool. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, I guess I am a je suis bien babacool. It's a, uh, it's uh, I have a lot of that. You know, I grew up in, I was born in the in the, in the early fifties and got to live through that time period. And I, I still think it's relevant. I do. I still think it's relevant. So, anyway, good luck there, buddy, and good night. Good night here from Paris, France. <laughs> I have one more question. I put these labels on you, singer, songwriter, recording artist. My last question, how would you define Peter Kingsbury? Uh, you know, I, I don't know how I would. Uh, wouldn't Whatever I say is going to be a bit biased, I suppose. I had a another a, a, a girl that is also a very good songwriter, Helen Henderson. She, she, she said, you're nothing... Well, she, she calls me, actually, she calls me Gene Pitney because I remind her, she thinks I sing like Gene Pitney, which is, I think, is a, is a, that's fine with me because I love Gene Pitney. He writes great songs, too. <laughs> wrote great songs. But she said, you're an emotional bandit. She's from New Zealand, so it came from, you know, with a good New Zealand accent. That's <laughs> all. You're just an emotional bandit. And I, I took that to heart. I, I guess that's it. That's that's who I am. <laughs> you know? Hmm. Peter Kingsbury, thank you so much for giving us this interview. Oh, well, it's my pleasure. Thanks for all the great questions and, and the time to express myself. <laughs> it's been a pleasure, and I hope we can connect again sometime. Well, I'm going to listen. Paul, I'm, whether you want it or not, I owe you, I owe you this album. I'll send it to you, and you can... You don't have to even send anything back or, or make, make even a comment, okay? Wonderful. I appreciate that. All right. Well, you you take care of yourself, and, and thanks again for everything. My pleasure, and you too. Have a great night. All right, man. Okay, bye. Bum up da beep boop da beep da leap Goodbye.